0: Hello, you guys, and happy new year. It's so funny, I was looking at my notes and I have 2021 written and I think I'll be doing this for a while. I don't know if anybody else is the same way. It takes me quite some time to adjust even though I write down the date literally every single day, Monday through Friday in my journal when I do my gratitude and I write down the things that I'm grateful for but we're going to have to get used to that. But happy freaking new year, you guys. I hope you guys are pumped for what 2022 has to offer for you. And today we're going to dive into some easy steps that you can take on your food freedom journey. I know the beginning of the year, a lot of people get super excited. A lot of people get super amped up to, you know, have these new goals and that's really, really beautiful. And I want to be able to provide you guys with some easy steps that you can take. Cause I know that there's a lot of information out there and I just want to provide you with some really easy tools that you can take that will expedite your food freedom journey. Now, before we go ahead and dive on in, I wanted to share that I am hosting another round of my incredible 21-day Food Freedom Challenge starting on Monday, January 17th, and this program is designed to help you learn the fundamental tools to break free from binge eating, overeating, emotional eating, so that you can enjoy food without guilt, stop thinking about food all day long, and be able to eat in a way where you no longer have to track and weigh and measure all of your food. That is literally the goal, right? (laughs) And being surrounded by a sisterhood of women who are there to support you and never make you feel alone. This is literally priceless, you guys. This is probably one of the most important tools in your journey to finding food freedom, which is connection. And I wanted to create this 21-day challenge for the person who knows that they can't do this on their own. They know the power of support. They are ready to get support for their relationship with food and no longer wanna try to figure it out on their own. Maybe you've tried to stop your binge eating on your own and maybe you've made promises to yourself that this is going to be the last binge, but then you find yourself still binge eating. So this is an incredible way to get some support not feel alone, learn the fundamental tools to break this cycle. And it's at such an affordable cost for you guys top notch coaching with myself. And if you aren't able to work with me in my academy program, which is a higher investment, this is such a great way to still get support and be on your way to food freedom, baby. (laughs) So not only are you going to get weekly group coaching calls, daily support through our private group only chat with other ladies, you're going to get access to my exact framework that's helped me and hundreds of my clients break free from binge eating. You're going to get an opportunity to do a breathwork session with myself that will a thousand percent expedite your healing journey. And you're also going to get a custom movement plan as well, too. So, so many incredible things. You can sign up and get registered right away. I am taking spots now, although we start on January 17th because... We always fill up. So if you've been wanting to work with me, you've been wanting to get support for your binge eating and relationship with food and want to take advantage truly of this incredible offer at a lower investment, you can go to www.sustainablehealthproject.com forward slash 21 day challenge and register right away. The link will also be in the show notes as well too. But once again, that is sustainable healthproject.com forward slash 21 day challenge. It is first come first serve. I usually only accept 10 people in. So I'd love for you to be one of those 10 people that I support in 2022 in your journey to finding food freedom. So definitely be sure to grab your spot and I'll see you then. Welcome, you are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Prozo Certified Food Freedom Coach and Founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to re Wire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. All right, you guys, so let's get into it. Three steps to Three easy steps to take on your food freedom journey. I know sometimes looking at our relationship with food, sometimes we can feel like we're literally at rock bottom and it can feel scary. It can feel overwhelming to even take one single step forward. But I want to make these steps like just so easy, so tangible for you that it's impossible for you to not take them. I want to see you guys succeed. I want you to better your relationship with food. I want to ex- expedite your journey to experiencing food freedom. So we're going to dive into some three easy steps. The first step is to be positive and be optimistic. And I know that sounds so la-da-da-da-da-da, so cheesy, but you guys, there is so much power in changing your mindset. Sometimes I think we we need these crazy big steps. You know, I think that's what we, you know, it's like we, we need these big hard things, you know, but we really just gotta stick to the basics, you know? Be positive, be optimistic. You guys, when I was struggling with my relationship with food, I constantly told myself, I can do this. I am reaching my goals. I am going to experience food freedom. I spoke to myself in a way where I am believing in myself and that my goals are already being reached. And this is actually shown in the research that by writing down your goals, speaking them out loud, or even a combination of the two is so incredibly powerful in rewiring your brain to, you know, think new thoughts and engage in different behaviors and new behaviors, ones that aren't self-sabotaging. And You know, if we we think we can't do this, this is too challenging, this is too hard, well, guess what? It's probably going to feel really, really difficult. But if you can get in front of the mirror, look yourself in the eyes, speak positive words of encouragement to yourself. This is going to drastically change how you think, how you feel, and it's actually going to start changing your behavior. So many people want to just stop the self-sabotaging pattern, right? How do I stop binge eating? How do I stop feeling out of control with food? How do I, you know, control myself around these trigger foods? And of course, we want to be able to stop doing those things. But in order to stop doing those things, (laughs) you have to change your thoughts, you have to change your emotional patterns, you have to change the way that you think, change the way that you feel in order for your behaviors to, to change. And it's actually super cool because when you change your thoughts and you change your feelings, your behaviors will naturally take care of itself. So often we try to just fix our behaviors, but we're still stuck thinking this isn't going to work. I'm feeling like a failure and we're wondering why we're still self-sabotaging, right? So you can either speak out loud. You can, you know, write out these kind of positive um, notes to yourself. You know, I have a healthy relationship with food. I am feeling at peace. I am in the process of feeling balanced with food. My relationships are improving because I am putting in the work to heal. I am respecting my body. I honor my body. And there's so much comfort knowing that I am so much more than my body. And every single day, I go about my day with positivity and so much excitement because I am on this journey and I realize I have the power to determine how I feel. And I'm so worthy. I'm so deserving to feel all of the joy, all of the happiness, right? Something along those lines. And you guys can journal this out. And this is such a powerful tool that personally, I was given in my healing journey. And to this day, I still journal all of the goals that I have for myself. Of course, I don't have goals in terms of food freedom anymore. But I do this every day with my business, my relationships, um, my personal health. And like I said before, you guys, if you're seeing this journey to finding food freedom as like super hard, it's going to be super challenging, it's going to be like, it's going to be that way. But if you're constantly thinking or saying to yourself, you know, I can, I can do this. Like, I believe I can do this. Like this is going to be fun. This is going to be enjoyable and you're excited for what is to come. You're excited to be doing something for yourself, for your health, your mind, your future, and you believe that you can achieve your goals, you are inevitably going to make this process not only so much more enjoyable, but you're going to be able to create that exact feeling and achieve exactly what you set out for yourself. You guys, our minds are so powerful, like so, so, so powerful. And I want you to get into the habit of connecting with your mind, right? Really connecting with your mind so that you can find this food freedom and all of the joy, all of the happiness that comes with it. All right, step number two is to ditch the scale. All right, before you guys freak out a minute, I know so many of you have been attached to the number on the scale, so much so that if the number on the scale goes down, you feel the sense of joy, the sense of pride, and if the number on the scale goes up, you feel defeated, you feel frustrated, and I remember feeling this way as well too, I actually had a, I pulled out, I used to pull out the notes section of my phone, I would write down the dates and I would write down my weight and I would literally track every freaking day, <laughs> every single day, what that number you know, was on the scale. And just like I said, if the number on the scale went down, I'm like, I had the best freaking day ever. And if it went up, I'd be in like the shittiest mood all freaking day. But I want to encourage you to see past the scale right and place your focus on how you feel the behaviors that you're engaging in the number on the scale can so easily fluctuate from you know day to day depending on what you ate depending on movement depending on time of the month right and we have to realize you guys that we're so much more than a number on the scale right like there's so many qualities in in you that you exemplify that can't actually be seen through a number on the scale, right? Like your heart, the gifts that you have to the to the world, your passions. Like, we can't look at a number on the scale and see that. And so often often the number on the scale can really derail a really awesome week, right? Let's say that you were feeling really awesome with your food choices. Actually, this happened to to one of my clients. She was feeling really awesome with her food choices. She was allowing herself foods that normally she wouldn't have and she was feeling in control like there were things happening where she was like normally this is a trigger food and I couldn't finish the whole thing you know she was speaking kindly to herself she felt really 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 good and even though she felt awesome and was proud of herself at the end of the week she stepped on the scale and that you know completely changed everything for her and she felt defeated, you know? And it's like the, the week before, like the progress wasn't even there, you know? But you guys can't forget. You cannot forget, you guys. You still had an incredible week. You still still felt in control. You still felt amazing. You still had such an incredible, incredible, incredible week. And we have to celebrate that. And that doesn't get taken away because you stepped on the scale and maybe the scale went up, right? Like we can't forget that. And this can hold so many people back from finding food freedom. And it was interesting because now she completely ditched the scale and not only is she feeling really good about just herself in general, but she's engaging in these health related behaviors. She's still feeling in control with food. She actually deleted my fitness pal. And she's just feeling like she's, she's on this high, like she's making great progress, you know, and you can't see that from the number on the scale, you know, you can't. And Maybe, you know, maybe you've been weighing yourself every single day and, you know, you don't have to jump from one extreme to the next. Let's say never weighing yourself to weighing yourself every single day, but maybe you can actually cut it back a little bit, right? But, but if you are recognizing that it's actually not helpful in your journey to food freedom, the number on the scale is not making you feel good about yourself, then it's probably best to just not weigh yourself, right? This has been so helpful for all of my clients and myself personally because there's no more detaching your worth to that number. And I see it time and time and time again. My clients are so much more consistent. They feel so much more free with food. They feel better in their own skin when they're not weighing themselves, right? You become so much more obsessed with your body when you weigh yourself. So try to stray away from the scale and really just hone in on how you're feeling and focus on the non-physical wins, right? Like the routines that you're engaging in, the habits that you're engaging on a day-to-day basis. That is going to take you so much further than continuing to allow the number on the scale to determine your worth, your progress. And, and how you feel about yourself. All right, you guys, moving on to tip number three, which is reaching out for support. I get it, you guys. This struggle of binge eating can sometimes feel like you're swimming upstream, right? It's, okay, I have to ditch the scale, and then I have to give myself permission to eat, and then I have to release these food rules, and then I got to make peace with trigger foods, and I got to start trusting my hunger and fullness cues. Like, there are a lot of moving pieces, right? And oftentimes, when you're doing this on your own, it can feel like, it can just feel really overwhelming. At least that's how I felt, right? Because truthfully, I didn't know how to stop my binge eating. I didn't even I couldn't even understand the difference between if I was like hungry or not, if I was full or not. Like I completely lost sight of my hunger and my fullness cues. And I, I don't want to be the coach that says you can't do this on your own because you can. You absolutely can. But from working with hundreds and thousands of clients, I see this time and time again that it's going to take more time. And it's also going to feel not defeating, but it's going to feel challenging, right? Because again, there's so many moving parts. Maybe you're really aware of what you need to do, right? I, I hear this a lot. It's like, Lorna, I know what I need to, I know what I need to do. Like I have the knowledge, I'm just not doing it, right? So It's not that you don't know what to do. I'm sure you know that you need to start making peace with food. You know, you got to start listening to your body. You got to maybe stop, you know, being so restricting. We know these things, but there's a difference between knowing these things and actually doing it. And that's the benefit of support, you guys. It's helping you to navigate releasing food rules. It's helping you navigate feeling confident in your own skin. It's helping you navigate a day where maybe you've just binged. It's helping you navigate what to do when you're feeling that impulse to binge, right? And when you have a support group, when you have a sisterhood of people who are on the same path as you, they are sick and tired of obsessing over calories, they are sick and tired of binge eating and feeling bloated and having this struggle consume so much of their life, your journey to finding food freedom is going to expedite. I have no doubt in my mind about that. I was trying to do this on my own for so long, you guys. I was a personal trainer at the time. I knew all of the things about nutrition and health, yada, yada, yada. But it wasn't until I started connecting with other people and not feeling alone. First of all, that's going to just diminish this embarrassment and this shame. But also, leaning on support, it, it makes you want to thrive. Like It makes you want to get to that food freedom goal because you see people, this person, you know, just felt the impulse to binge and she dismissed it. This person was able to go out for dinner and and order what she wanted and not feel out of control. You know, this person was able to put on a a dress that she has not worn in so long and felt really good in her own skin. That's going to inspire you. That's going to motivate you and encourage you to do the same. It is so important. Even myself, I'm always surrounding myself with high-level people, even in business, because I want to be the best of the best. And I want to be surrounded by those people because research shows when you surround yourself with people who are on the same path as you and they are at an even higher level than you, you're going to rise to that level. You're going to rise to that level. When you see people... You know, going weeks being binge-free. You see people being able to release those food rolls. You're seeing people feeling in control with food, leaving food on their plate because they're listening to their body. You're going to want that, and it makes it so much more fun, you guys, when you don't have to struggle. You don't have to go through this alone, right? doesn't mean you're not going to have bad days. There's going to be good days. There's going to be bad days, but guess what? You don't have to do this alone. And you have that sisterhood who's going to support you and celebrate your wins, like literally celebrate your wins and be there when you're struggling. And you guys have me, right? Like you guys have myself, which is amazing, right? Because I've gone through this struggle myself. And one of the things that I was so grateful for was reaching out to somebody who I knew has gone through this struggle themselves because, you know... Not many people get this struggle. I've seen nutritionists, I've seen therapists, I've seen doctors, and nobody got me. You know what I mean? Like nobody understood me. My the nutritionist that I went to never had a bad relationship with food, so she's like, "Oh, just follow this meal plan and you know stick with it." I'm like, "No, no, no! Like you don't get it." like that is causing me anxiety right now. Okay. Like you, you can tell me to follow this plan, but I'm going to binge. So it's, there's no point. You know, my doctor was like, Oh, you're just stressed. Like everybody overeats. And I'm like, no, like I feel out of control. Like I can't stop myself. Like I'm thinking about food all day long. Like this is ruining my life. I can't even focus on my work. This is not normal. And it's like, I'm trying to explain to them how I'm feeling. Like it just felt like there was such a disconnect. I went to a therapist as well too, only for a few sessions because I, I to be honest with you, I couldn't, I couldn't stand it. I felt like I, I was wasting my time because she was asking me, you know, how are your relationships? And we, we were going back into like my childhood and I was like, I, like, I'm, I, can you just tell me how to stop binging, please? Like, literally, I'm paying you. Can, can you just please tell me how to stop doing this thing that I came here for? And I felt like I was going on a merry-go-round. It's like, well, before I tell you that, we first need to go on the merry-go-round. And then you have to go all the way around. And then, oh, wait, one more time. Oh, wait, one more time. And then I'll tell you. Like, I just don't have the time for that. You know what I mean? Just, just tell me what to freaking do, please. Like, I'm so ready. Like, I'm literally here. I'm so ready to stop my binge eating. I'm so ready to get some support. Can you just please help me feel more in control? And I didn't learn. I really didn't learn anything, to be honest with you. And I'm not here to bash, you know, therapy or anything like that because I do think it's important to have support, but I do also think it's important to get some support from somebody who has gone through it themselves because not only is that proof that they know what they're doing... But they get it. they've lived it. and you guys, I you know any coach that I hire, any coach that I hire, anytime I'm looking to get some support, yes, of course credentials are important and you know certifications are important. I have those of course. but you guys, there's nothing more than I look up to in a mentor or a coach or somebody I'm looking to get some support from than experience. Lived experience, you guys, is everything. Because when you're explaining the fact that you feel anxious eating a cookie, they don't look at you like you have 10 eyeballs. When you say that you've eaten until you're physically sick, they get it. When you say that you binge when you're home alone and you do these things in secret and you um, leave food wrappers in your drawer and you binge when your partner is taking a shower... They don't look at you like you're crazy. No, they say, "Yeah, you're actually not alone." And and I'm, I guarantee a lot of these people that are in this group right now can 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 relate to that, right? So you don't feel alone, and that is so incredibly important, you guys. So whether you you know you reach out to myself. Or, or somebody else, please reach out for support. That is such a pivotal step in your journey to food freedom. So again, recapping the three tips. Number one, be positive and optimistic. Start thinking that this journey is easy. Start thinking that you're going to have an easy relationship with food. Start thinking that you can trust yourself around food and that this is, this is fun, that you can do this. You can do this. Tip number two is to ditch the scale. Okay, remember detaching your worth from the number on the scale, going based off of habits and routines. And tip number three is to reach out for support. And if you are ready and you're wanting some support from myself, remember you guys, my 21 day food freedom challenge is starting on Monday, January 17th. I Created this program, you guys, to give you literally the step-by-step plan to no longer feel out of control with food and to stop obsessing over calories. This is 21 days, you guys, and you get top-level coaching from myself. You get to surround yourself with a group of women who is going to encourage you, love on you, and support you. It's such a small investment of both time and money. And if you're maybe too scared to go all in, guess what? You don't have to. It's 21 days. You can dip your toes in and see how life-changing this can be, where you can start regaining control around food and get back to eating like a normal person again. So we are starting on Monday, January 17th. I'm so, so, so excited. You can go to sustainablehealthproject.com. Forward slash 21 day challenge and get signed up, or you can always click the link in the show notes. But again, it is sustainablehealthproject.com forward slash 21 day challenge. You can sign up, all the details of what's included is going to be there for you. But definitely be sure to grab your spot before we start on the 17th spots. Do fill up quickly because It's such a low investment for high-level coaching. It is only 21 days, you guys, so I'd love to support you in your journey to finding food freedom. So once again, check out the link in the show notes. I'm excited for you, and I will see you guys in the next episode.